0: Do you love going to the grocery store and perusing the aisles to find that next random new item that you probably didn't need, but you just bought it because it was new? Like I love to go to Trader Joe's and go to their new product section to see what's new. It's like the highlight of the trip. And I don't know, maybe some of you can relate to that, and if you know, you know. And speaking of grocery stores, turns out you can work at one as a dietitian and you get paid to learn about new products, but also provide nutrition therapy to clients. On today's episode, we get to hear from
1: Andrew Akapong, and I am the registered dietitian manager for McIntoon's Fine Foods.
0: And what it's like to work as a dietitian at a retail grocery store. It's,
1: it's It's clinical food service and public health would have a baby, plus you have an adopted kid that's all into marketing and communications. That's, (laughs) (laughs) I, I guess that would be the best analogy of what Retail Dietetics
2: is.
0: I'm Jason Park, and this is Dietitians Unknown. Let's say you won the lottery and you won, I don't know, like $10 million. What would you, what would be the first thing you would do with that?
1: Uh, that, that one's easy for me. The first thing I would do is pay off all my student loan debt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally. And then, I don't know, what would you do? I mean, you got your student loan paid off. Like, What, what would be, I don't know, what, is there anything that you'd like want to buy?
1: Oh, yeah. So after after I do that, I would definitely consider my mom and I, we've always wanted to start a food truck. So I would consider spending a portion of that money to helping her start the food truck. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then help with, you know, I'm all about like helping other people like pay off their debt and their loans or whatever before we go on to like the big, like luxurious things. So definitely pay off my student loan debt, buy my mom a food truck to operate and then help them pay off anything they need.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, basically what you're saying is very practical, you know, I mean, paying off debts and then also, I mean, starting a food truck, that sounds really fun. I I can see. I mean, that sounds like it would be like really, like hard work but it also sounds like fun too
1: right exactly just probably not looking forward to working in the hot summer days in a hot tiny little kitchen you know
0: yeah and speaking of that like I'm like in my like probably the hottest room of my house and I have like the window closed and the door closed because I don't want like a bunch of like outside noise to come in so I'm like actively sweating (laughs)
2: just so talking to you. (laughs) I'm so
0: sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, no, don't, don't, don't be sorry. You know, it's a, it's, it's a sacrifice for the podcast. So uh, I'm happy to do it. Um, but anyways, so I guess, um, you know, let's dive in and kind of um, get this thing started. So I guess I'd be curious to hear about kind of um, what made you uh, want to become a dietitian or what made you interested in nutrition?
1: So let's start off by saying that I actually didn't know what a registered dietitian was at the time. So when I went into school, I was actually not sure what I wanted to do as a career path. So I kind of just worked on some generals. Mm -hmm. And when I was talking with one of my best friends, she was telling me that she was going to a community college to go into um, the dietetic technician program. And I'm like, oh, can you tell me a little bit more about that? And she kind of told me that it kind of combines, you know, the best of many worlds like you got science, you got healthcare, and you got food. So when I went to go do some more research, I discovered that um, the school I went to, Minnesota State University, Mankato, where I earned my bachelor's degree, um, I discovered that we have a undergraduate dietetics program. And I kind of um, met the advisor there to learn a little bit more about that because I made the assumption that it was definitely a lot different from the dietetic technology program that that my friend went to. And that definitely was true. And so she kind of asked me, you know, this is what the program is, what's something in your background or like an experience that you can share that maybe can show you like this would be a great, um, great field for you. So when I think about that moment, I remember my parents uh, telling me um, the story of their childhood and my parents... They both grew up in refugee camps around Southeast Asia during the Vietnam War. And I remembered my mom telling me stories about how she and her sister would dig in cow dung for beetles to eat, or my dad and his siblings would climb up coconut trees to drink water from coconuts. And during that time, they were saying, because they lived in refugee camps, Food was very hard to come by, access to clean water, and many times um, they would run out of food rations. So how would they be able to sustain themselves and their family? Um, And so, you know, growing up, I didn't really think much about that, but as I got older, started exploring more of like the family albums and starting to hear more of these stories from my parents and my grandparents, I remember looking at a photo album of my mom's family um, in these refugee camps and how they appeared very frail. You could see their bones coming through their shoulders, their rib cages, their faces very sunken. Um, They looked very weak in their poses trying to stand to take the picture. And that was pretty much the same for, um, for my dad um his pictures in the albums so when I compared those pictures to their life growing up in the united States you can tell that they gained a lot of weight you can't see their bones anymore they appeared very happy and strong really thick luscious hair and my advisor after hearing that story she was like they were malnourished I'm mm-hmm. like, that's, that's what that is. And she kind of explained, me, um, explained to me what malnutrition was and how my parents both battled through that, trying to survive in the refugee camps during the Vietnam War. And then that kind of triggered another memory how when I started becoming um, present in their picture, I remembered how my grandparents would Always make so much um, food. And it wasn't just to feed, say, like me, my family, and um, relatives, but they also invited like strangers and friends and people from the block in the neighborhood that maybe they've not talked to to kind of um, um, promote the need for um, community and being able to help support each other because that was something that, you know, they struggled trying to find, be able to um, do themselves too. So they felt being able to do this, um, being able to provide food for people in need, such as these strangers or neighbors around the neighborhood, felt like they were doing something good back. And I was like, I definitely want to be that type of person that my grandparents were and be able to support people who may have experienced something like my parents growing in a refugee camps. And that's how I started to become really interested in becoming a registered dietitian and started pursuing my studies in that.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, so it sounds like initially you heard it from your friend, which kind of uh, got you um, a little bit interested, but then you kind of reflected on kind of like your family's struggles in the refugee camp and how um, really the impact of, you know, the lack of food, how that affected them and their health, but also seeing the power of having enough nutrition to become healthy and uh, strong enough.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it was very eye-opening because I never would have thought that I was, you know passively impacted by something like that. And growing up as a kid, I've never thought much about it right. until, you know, I was trying to, just trying to discover myself as a person, what I want for a career.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's, um, you know, I think a lot of people can relate to, um, you know, getting inspired by their family and it sounds like that was, um, a big thing for you. And also, you know, you mentioned something, uh, you know, about, how it brings like family and community together. Um, because food, you know, food, you know, everyone can relate to food, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, it's really, thank you for sharing that. Uh, it's a very interesting story to kind of hear and, uh, hear kind of what inspired you. I'm curious, you know, cause I'm also a child of immigrants and, uh, you know, I, when I told my parents, um, I wanted to become a dietitian, they had, they had no clue <laughs> what that was. Um, I'm curious, like, did your family have an idea of, like, what that was? Or did, were they kind of clueless <laughs> just like mine?
1: <laughs> I, I would have to agree with you. They have no clue what that what that meant. And, you know, um, I don't want to stereotype my yeah, parents yeah, yeah. as immigrants. Sure. But my parents, you know, they, they've, you know, probably like you, they're like, why can't you become a doctor or a <laughs> lawyer and accountant? And right. I'm like... I think this is really interesting and like the perfect path for me. So the more like they hear me talk about it and seeing all the projects I've done. And um, when I was in high school, actually, my parents um, started uh, a Thai restaurant um, Mm -hmm. to kind of help, you know, pay for me and my Mm -hmm. brother's um, education. And I was able to utilize a lot of the skills I learned in the dietetics program. To kind of help them um, improve um, their work ethic, their management skills, their food safety knowledge in their business themselves, too. And they saw that, you know what, this is a really good career for me. Mm-hmm. to that he's not a doctor we'll just go with his brother and hope for that but <laughs> we're glad that he's happy
0: <laughs> well you know if you're like if you want to be like me i just tell my i told my parents that i'm a nutrition doctor and they're like oh okay
2: okay <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a that's an
1: easy way to put it
0: um yeah no it was kind of hard to i mean i think even to this day they don't really have um a good idea of what exactly that i do but um but yeah, no, they 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 you know, they were kind of like the stereotypical um I don't know. My that was my life. It was like the stereotype, so you know, yeah. It was like yeah. so when so when are you going to medical school, you know? Like like when are, when are you going to become a doctor? Um so yeah, it's interesting to I don't know. It's just interesting to hear kind of what your experience was like cuz it sounds like it was pretty similar to mine, so. <laughs>
2: I'm glad I'm not alone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so anyways, so, you know, you you get this interest in nutrition and you pursue the program at your school and then we'll fast forward. You finish your internship. Kind of like what was your first job coming out of your, your internship?
1: Right after I finished my internship and earned my um, RD credential, I got the opportunity to um, work as what the title was called at the time dining room supervisor for an assisted living i i never thought i would like clinical because i thought it was super challenging as an intern but now kind of doing it as a dining room supervisor for a assisted living facility i was like this is fun this is not that bad i could do this
0: <laughs> yes yeah.
1: And then that took me into um, landing a clinical dietitian job for a nursing home. And I was responsible for an 80-bed transitional care unit in addition to a 40-bed dementia unit. And a job shared with another dietitian who mainly focused on the long-term care side of that facility. And that was amazing. Like, I was never confident enough in my two feeding skills as an intern, but now actually doing it on my own with some guidance. I'm like, this is really fun. I'm getting to meet all these different people learning how I can, you know, meet their needs by adjusting our menu to accommodate their say food preferences or cultural backgrounds. And then, um, a year into that position, um, the dietitian that I job shared with um, left for a different opportunity. And I got promoted um, as the lead dietitian for the facility, which allowed me to have a lot more managerial responsibilities. So um, I was able to encourage some changes in the department, hire a part-time diet tech and hire a full-time dietitian so that way, I can help um, our certified dietary manager with a lot of the management skill, uh, management needs of the department because she had some health issues of her own. So I really appreciate that I was able to have a balance of both worlds. Well, so that way I can continue building on my skills.
0: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you had, yeah, a pretty well-rounded um, initial experience as a dietitian, yeah. like management food service um you know just and then as you know on the clinical side too so it's like uh yeah it sounds like it was a very well-rounded experience definitely um, and, I'm curious, like, you know, was, and i'm curious like you know was was this type of um was this job or this area of nutrition kind of where you thought you would start off as or was this kind of just like you were just trying to find experience in the beginning.
1: I would say it's just basically trying to find experience in the beginning because you mm-hmm. you may have experienced the same thing maybe I have going through school in the DI, but like I remember hearing like my professors and preceptors who are always like, get your foot in the door and the door and get some experience because you'll take that wherever you go, and so. I I want to go into public health after looking back at my memory of how my grandparents kind of brought the community together by providing food and, and, and um, emphasizing the importance of togetherness and joy. And I wanted to be able to do something like that as a dietitian. So about a year or two later into that lead dietitian position I was still working at, I saw a job opening pop-up for a part-time retail dietitian um, at um, a grocery store. Um, and the grocery store is a, it's an Iowa company called Hy-Vee. They're very well known for their registered dietitian programming. But then when I look at it, I was like, uh, it's part-time. Do I really want to f- sacrifice my full-time opportunity to try something different? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> so like, I submitted my application and instantly I saw an email and it goes, is this Andrew Akapong from Minnesota, um, MSU Mankato? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, do you remember me? I was your lab partner for, uh, for the chemistry class at school. And it took a while for me to figure it out because I didn't recognize the last name, but I remembered the first name. So, of course, you know, I had to do some Facebook stalking to figure it out. And I'm like, (laughs) yes, one little connection that I had and I found out that she was one of the um, um, upper levels of management. I was able to land that spot right away as a part time retail dietitian. For that
0: company nice so I mean you kind of had i mean you you knew this person sort of <laughs> I mean obviously you guys had some kind of connection in the past during school so um, I'm sure that that helped a little bit um, yeah for I don't know just being familiar with the person that um, is hiring you. So, yeah. And I guess I'm curious. Did you uh, did you know anything about retail dietetics before you looked into the job, or did you just see the job and and thought it would be interesting to to pursue? Yeah.
1: So, growing up in Minnesota. We've always had Vs in southern Minnesota, and they've always had a registered dietitian present on the store floor. And I really didn't know much about what they did, but because it was just such an interesting and different type of work thing for a registered dietitian than what I was exposed to during my internship program, I figured, you know what? It seems to be like a public health field. I need to take this shot and see how it goes. And I was not disappointed at all. And I took this risk and fell in love with it.
0: Mm. And I think before we get too much further into it, um, I guess, how would you, if if you were describing it to someone who who wasn't familiar with um, this area of dietetics, like, um, how would you describe the area of dietetics you work in and um, kind of like what you do as a dietitian in that uh, area?
1: Yeah. Ooh. Ugh, there's uh, there's not one like really great analogy for it, but basically, like clinical food, it's if, it, if clinical food service and public health would have a baby, plus you <laughs> have an adopted kid that's all into marketing and communications. That's, I guess that would be the best analogy of what retail dietetics is because there is so much you do in that, um, in that area. And so an example of a day that I could share, not one day is the same. So today, for example, I had three outpatient consults. For medical nutrition therapy in my office at the grocery store, who was referred to me by um, the outpatient dietitian at the hospital across the street from our store. And we have this really great partnership with the hospital where the hospital or outpatient dietitian would teach them the diabetes tools, like the basics, but then they would transfer to me to continue on their diabetes education so that way I can utilize the entire grocery store as the teaching tool so for example like we're all about teaching people trying to read the nutrition label so what better way of teaching them how to read the nutritional facts label by utilizing a product that they're familiar with in the store so We would go to the aisle, find a product that they're used to, teach them how to read the Nutrition Facts label, and then pull a similar product and kind of teach them how to read that and do a cross-comparison on like, okay, now that you know how to read this on two different products, which one do you think would be the best choice say to help reach your di- um to help manage your diabetes for example so using that mm. teach back method and utilizing you know familiar food familiar tools that to can kind of help improve their um knowledge retention or say another client irritable bowel syndrome and uh, the f- world of low fodmaps is very very overwhelming so yeah So guiding them through the grocery store, providing that shopping assistance and the reassurance to answer, how can I slowly incorporate it into my diet so that way I can still enjoy it as it's my favorite food without having to experience any of the setbacks from the symptoms. So, So that's an example of how, like, a client consultation would go from the outpatient standpoint.
0: So, I mean, really, I think your job, I mean, if I were, you know, based on what you told me, I guess if someone were to ask me, I would kind of describe it as like um, you are doing like outpatient work. You're seeing patients, like you said, you're getting referrals from the hospital, um, you know, whether that's for diabetes or for um, IBS. And you're pretty much like, you know, guiding them in the real world. On kind of how they can choose their foods for whatever uh, diet or restrictions that they might have. Right. Yes. And to me, that makes it makes a whole lot of sense because you know you can put into practice. You know, because it's it's different. You know, when your typical outpatient appointment might be like, okay, well, you talk about the different things that you know they can look for um, when they're shopping, but to be able to do it together at the same time, seems like it would have much more impact.
1: Yes, definitely. Like, I, and A really easy way to put it now that I think about it is we're kind of bridging the gap between hospital or inpatient, outpatient nutritional mm-hmm. care with the public health setting. So if you think about when people discharge, you get the quick you know, 15, 20-minute education yeah. and the materials to take home with you where do you begin? So working as a registered dietitian in a grocery store setting, I'm that person to support your well-being and hopefully reduce your rate of hospital readmittance.
0: Right. And I mean, yeah, I don't know. That just makes sense in my head, like like that this would be a pretty effective way um, in teaching someone just to be able to actually put it into practice. Because I think for, I mean, not, you know, I think not just for our clients, but for A lot of people like if you just tell me something like I may retain maybe like, I don't know, 30 percent of it or, you know, I I don't think it's super high. And then like when you actually go to go put it in practice, you're like, wait, what did what did they tell me? Like, again, like, what did they recommend? You know, so um, I don't know. It just makes so much sense to, to to be able to kind of do what you're doing in retail dietetics to provide an effective means of providing care so
1: yeah definitely and like it helped open my eyes a lot more too about the different demographics so i'm teaching say congestive heart failure education to a low-income person who maybe lives by themselves and mm-hmm. only knows how to mm-hmm. use a microwave so i'm like okay i gotta do my best from the freezer aisle even though they're not that great How can we still help you be be successful in using foods that you know you can prepare and get nutrition from?
0: Right. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, I I like that idea of really being able to cater to the individual, like you were saying, like, you know, whatever their circumstance or, or background or whatever their cultural practices are, you can really, you know, navigate that with them while you're there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I mean, earlier, I mean, you were, you kind of touched on it about kind of what you found most interesting or re- rewarding about your job is, I mean, it kind of sounded like just like discovering new products. Yeah. And would you say that's part of your job, though, too?
1: Definitely. Um, so I have to constantly research all these different consumer trends, out know, what's hot, what's not hot. So that way our store can continually meet the needs of the community that we serve. So that way, again, we are a business. We want to be able to retain customer loyalty. So how can we continue to retain that customer loyalty is by researching all these different products available, bringing it into our store so that way they can keep coming to us, utilize our services versus going somewhere else if that makes sense
0: yeah no definitely i think yeah. so i mean and then also like when you learn about these products like you know them pretty well so you can kind of get an idea of like okay like what type of client um could i recommend this to
2: exactly yep
0: okay i mean yeah i mean it makes total sense that that would be probably an important part of your job <laughs> <laughs>
1: And I, you'll be surprised how much I actually learn from my clients and customers themselves. Like, have you heard of this product? I'm like, no. Should we carry it? And they'll, and they'll usually say yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm curious, are you the only dietitian for the place that you work at?
1: Yes, I am currently the only dietitian for McIntoon Science Foods mm. at all three locations. And so the program is only about four years old and I'm actually their fourth Um, um, because a lot of the previous dietitians, they were new graduates, not knowing what they as a career goal or not knowing much about retail or business management. And so basically I got hired in the spot because of my previous background working at the competitor as a retail dietitian. Mm. And so Because of all these different programs I've implemented so fast and seeing how much it's growing, we are in the process of planning out a budget to hire another full-timer.
0: Oh, nice. Wow. Okay. And so I guess, is it, I mean, like, because I don't know a whole lot about the the retail dietetics world. Is it typically like one person or is it, you know, multiple dietitians that usually work there? Are you usually alone? I guess is the question.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would actually have to say it depends on how busy a grocery store is in your particular Mm. um, city or region. Um, In my um, previous retail company I worked for, um, my store I worked at, there were two dietitians, including me, working. And uh, another store up in the Twin Cities um, three of them actually had two full timers as well. So it's all based on the demand and how many programs are in need of being implemented to meet the customer needs.
2: Mm. But
1: off, but oftentimes you will find um, just only one dietitian working at a grocery store. And sometimes it could just probably be only a corporate dietitian overseeing all the operations, such as myself right now.
0: Mm. Yeah. I guess I was just thinking it could be, I mean, it, it sounds like it could be challenging if you aren't coming from like a background in retail dietetics, um, to want right. to jump into that because, uh, yeah, I mean, there's nobody really, um, like you, it's just you, so you don't really have exactly. someone, you don't have like, uh, someone there to kind of, um, guide you through, through the ropes a little bit. So, um, yes. I guess, yeah, you have to be like a, like a good self-starter and a good self-learner. Um, exactly,
1: it's 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 very independent, and you can say, um, you know, between my company and the past retailer I used to work for, you know, it was very independent. Trying to implement all these different projects on your own while getting feedback from the leaders, like, are you okay with this? Would you be okay with me? putting this on the marketing campaign and getting this program going so there's a lot of different logistics involved and you definitely need a lot of really good business negotiation skills to get things moving forward
0: yeah but also on the other hand um i mean you get to kind of implement and work on projects that you are interested in and that you would think would benefit the yeah the company right
1: Exactly. And that's what I really like about, um, about being a retail dietitians that between all of the dietitians that my company had, including me, we all had different interests. I remember the dietitian before me, she was very interested in the um, pediatric population. And with me, because I've worked with so many different populations, I just kind of target all of them as much as i can so like for example i have a sprouts and sprinkles class i developed in 2019 which is a healthy cooking class for kids um between 4 and 12 years of age and i do that every other weekend and i do a cooking class for adults once a month so i'm it's nice that i'm able to balance between the two different populations because I I like so much. So it's really hard to pick exactly which type of population I want to cater my programming towards.
0: Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you, yeah, you just have a lot more freedom in terms of creativity and, um, things that interest you and, you know, you don't, you, you don't always get that at, at other jobs. So it's, um, it sounds like it's nice to just kind of choose what you want to work on uh, versus being uh, uh, told, I guess. um, But, you know, so, I mean, we've kind of talked about, like, what's, you know, most interesting or rewarding. I guess, what would, what are some challenging aspects about, um, would you say, about your job or retail dietetics in general?
1: I would say the most challenging aspect of my job starting out in retail dietetics is kind of gaining the trust from the other department leaders who maybe don't know what a dietitian is, or maybe like they've worked with one, mm-hmm. but in the retail setting, what we can do for that department to increase the rate of investment. Um meaning like is our is service that we're providing for department or store as a oh, whole, is it generating money?
2: Mm.
1: And so And so being able to showcase, say, for example, I want to be able to help you increase sales, but I want to be able to, say, create a dietitian choice cold deli item because, you know, say a lot of people are trying to look for things that are more diabetic friendly or heart-healthy friendly, but our deli food really isn't. So showcasing them that I could create this dietitian special that targets that population and being able to make sale off of it to show your mm. worth to that particular person.
0: Yeah, so on, the, on one hand, um, you do get the freedom to kind of do the things that you're, you're interested in or that you think would um, be beneficial for the, your clients or the community you work with. But on the other hand, you also have to kind of show your worth a little
1: bit. Yes.
0: Um, and that comes down to, uh, I mean, you can put a number on that, right? It's, it comes down to the sales.
1: Mm-hmm, definitely. And you know what? If you think about it, like, there isn't a time where I don't think that if they do have to make budget cuts for some reason, like, I, I do anticipate that that could be me because, you know, do you really need a retail dietitian at this grocery store setting? So that's a factor that could come into play in the future. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's very important. You know what? Stand your ground. Show what you can do that brings back, you know, um, brings people back to Mm -hmm. coming to you, to utilize your services, make money for the store and show your worth, like you said.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it sounds like you've been doing a really good job at that, uh, Given that, you know, you mentioned earlier, you're looking to bring on, I think, like a part-time, another part-time dietitian?
1: A full-timer. Or yeah. full-time. Oh, full-time. Yeah. So, my <laughs> bad. Full-time.
0: Um, so, it sounds like it's it's going really well for you. And that's really, that's, I don't know, it's just really awesome to hear. Thank you. what, is there something or what's something that most people don't know about the field or the field of retail dietetics?
1: I would say that if you're looking for a flexibility, especially like say you're a new parents or you want to be able to take more vacation time, retail dietetics is the most flexible career that you can go into because I make my own hours. A lot of my retail dietitian friends make their own hours. So, if you want to take a whole week off, but don't use, but don't want to use PTO, you make it work by rearranging your hours.
0: Yeah, I mean that's really but, nice.
1: <laughs> yep, but but that's a perk. But I would say the most common thing that people don't really know about working retail is definitely going back to we do do outpatient M&T consults in the store. People often think that, no, you got to go to the outpatient clinic or the doctor's office to get that service. No, you definitely can come into the grocery store setting and get that from the grocery store dietitian.
0: Yeah, and you know, when you mentioned that earlier, I found that really interesting because, you know, when I was working um, in the hospital, you know, I would refer out to our outpatient um, department, but, you know, I never... There was never a thought in my head where I was like, hmm, I'm going to refer this patient or client out to a uh, dietitian out in the, you know, that works at this retailer. You know, it's not right. It, it doesn't seem like um, it's that common, I guess, or maybe I just haven't heard of it that often. So
1: no, and you're, you're not wrong. I would say the biggest factor in having people become aware of retail dietitians in their surrounding community is how active that retail dietitian is in marking themselves because Mm. if they don't if they don't make themselves known either on social media or visiting their clinics in town and introducing themselves to them you're not going to establish that partnership and perhaps you will never be able to build that relationship on getting referrals if that retail dietitian doesn't present themselves
2: Mm.
0: yeah and so you're getting referrals from your clients like providers from their from their doctors right
1: yep including um some of the dietitians they even work with at an outpatient setting and, uh, and at the clinic too
0: yeah i mean that's something that i would have um not really thought of actually because you know in my head i was thinking mostly i don't know i'm sure you you do see um clients that are looking for maybe like weight loss or um general you know health um yeah but you also do see some patients more along that need more specialized kind of medical nutrition therapy.
1: Exactly. I would say the majority of my clients are actually, um, eating disorders and congestive heart failure. Mm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think people would find that interesting that aren't familiar with, with retail dietetics. Cause I'm definitely, uh, definitely found that very, uh, Fascinating. When you look back, I mean, did you think retail dietetics is like where you would be?
1: Not at all. I always pictured myself working, say, for WIC or the um, county or state department of health. But ever since taking that risk and moving from a full-time clinical position to a part-time retail dietitian position at a competitor. I I do not regret the choice I made. It's been phenomenal because I get the best of so many worlds, and I feel like I'm never behind. Unlike my knowledge on clinical or food service, I'm always there's so many different continuing education opportunities once you step into the retail setting because of all these different food companies and vendors you work with that provide continuing education that you never miss out on anything on all these different realms of dietetics.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it must feel good to like, you know, when you're with the client and you're doing the education and they're able to, you know, it just clicks for them and they're able to kind of, um, you know, follow what you're recommending on their own. Like it must be mm-hmm. uh, pretty rewarding to see that impact yeah, that you're having. Definitely. What advice would you have for someone that might be trying to seek an entry level position, like in retail dietetics, like, um, you know, what, what What things do you think they could do?
1: One thing that anybody can do, and this is something between my company and a previous um, retailer I worked for, is they definitely want to know your communication style to a large audience. So definitely reach out and find writing opportunities whether that's for a magazine or a website blog or your local newspaper and show them examples of different writing materials that you have done that talks about different, you know, nutrition topics of interest to you, but also how you grab the audience's attention. So that's one thing. So how you present yourself via written communication and then also showcasing how you can present yourself um, verbally, whether that's showing them like a public speaking spiel you did for, say, a support group at a library or a video segment you've done on YouTube. Um, because um, backtracking to a previous question you have um, answered earlier, a lot of retail dietitians, including me, we're basically the face of the company a lot of media appearances on TV, on the radio, um, video blogs. So you got to make sure that you are confident and you can present yourself professionally and not stumble on your words and being able to communicate complex information into simple language for your audience. Mm,
0: yeah, I mean that makes sense, especially, you know, if if you're going to be the f- like you said, kind of like, uh, the representation or the face of wherever you're working, you want to be able to engage the, the community and, um, and the public, uh, and showcase that you can communicate in a meaningful way with your audience. Yeah.
1: And looking back again, you know, I was a very quiet, you know, introverted person, mm-hmm. but, with the job when i jumped into that part-time position and i had to learn and grow um if i wanted to succeed in that area and it just no now it's just so natural for me that i don't think about it
0: Mm -hmm. and like what what you know how would you go about searching for a retail dietitian job i guess like do you just go? do you just like search like retail dietitian jobs like i I don't know
1: (laughs) actually yes you can you can Um, There's many different search words you can do to locate a retail dietitian job. Definitely retail dietitian or grocery store dietitian or supermarket dietitian. Mm. A really great resource you can do to network and find other job opportunities in the retail world would actually go on retaildietitians.com. And RetailDietitians.com is a webpage for this group called Retail Dietitian Business Alliance. And they are an organization that was started by um, a regional grocery store director and a registered dietitian to kind of promote the need for grocery retailers to start hiring dietitians for the purpose of promoting health and wellness, but also showcase our worth of our expertise and being able to retain customer loyalty and bring in um, ROI into the company.
0: Oh, wow, okay. So there is like a, or no, a whole organization dedicated to Retail Dietetics, I, did, I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> yep, RetailDietetics.com, or you can Google, go on LinkedIn or Facebook, and type in the search word retail dietitian, um, business alliance.
0: Nice. So, yeah, I mean, that sounds like a great resource, especially if, um, you know, if someone is looking into, you know, making a, trying to make a move into retail dietetics. Yeah, no, I've, i you know, and I found that just, um, people are so nice. Like, you know, I, I, I just randomly reach, reach out to people on LinkedIn and they're more than happy to kind of talk about, you know, what they do and, um, You know if they have any you know recommendations or guidance um i feel like it's been interesting to see that how um open people have been so it's 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 been really nice like you
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much i know it's a pleasure because again you know this is such a great educational opportunity and like you said like i i can't comment exactly how long retail dietetics has been a Mm -hmm. field for dietitians to practice in Um, Because I really don't think we actually do a lot to kind of put ourselves out there Mm. for um, um, students in DPD programs or diet tech internships of like, hey, this is a place you can be at.
0: Right. Yeah. And like, you know, I don't I can't remember in my program if if that was ever brought up, to be honest with you. So. (sighs) Yeah, yeah it, it was
1: never in mind. I can definitely um, <laughs> comment on that.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, no, I definitely um, appreciate you sharing your perspective and your experience. And um, I guess you know before you know before we end this, is there anything else that that I didn't ask or anything that you wanted to share uh, before we uh, end this interview?
1: For those who would like to go into retail dietetics, I. A lot of my retail dietitian peers would say having another degree in business, whether that's an undergraduate degree or a master's degree, is beneficial. In my opinion, you don't really need that unless mm-hmm. you really want to grow into it a little bit more. And it's because you learn a lot of those business and marketing skills on the job. So unless you see yourself you know, in the future working in a really high leadership position Um, definitely go get your MBA, but otherwise it's not needed to start off in retail at all.
0: Thank you for for sharing that. And again, I I appreciate your time to discuss your perspective on retail dietetics. And I think, yeah, I think people would be interested in hearing about what retail dietetics is all about. So again, I thank you for, for your time.
1: You're very welcome, Jason. And thank you for inviting me on this podcast. And again, if people want to reach out to me if they have any further questions they can definitely reach out to me on linkedin just search for andrew and my last name is spelled a-k-h-a-t-h-o-n as in nancy g andrew akupon reach out to me and i'll it will be a pleasure to answer anybody's question on retail dietetics
0: If you're interested in learning more about Retail Dietetics, you can reach out to Andrew, and I've put his Instagram and LinkedIn information in the podcast description. You can also visit the Retail Dietitians Business Alliance at www.Retaildietitians.com. And they actually have a really cool section where they do interviews with various retail dietitians about what they do and how they got their jobs. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to whatever platform you're listening to this on. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, it would be awesome and helpful if you left a rating and a review. And lastly, if you or anyone you know who works in a unique or niche field of dietetics and want to be on the show, please reach out to me on social media, LinkedIn, or at our website, www.dietitiansunknown.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode.